0: Hello! If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at always listening Pod. Dot com or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at always pod or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash pod. Now, enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh and I'm Joel. This week on Pod on Pod, we're going to be discussing a very spooky podcast. Yeah. Not really. It wasn't it wasn't was it scary. scary. No, no, I was I don't know I don't know why I expected The Faculty of Horror to be uh, scary. It's not scary. They dissect the horror genre and the movies within. Yes. It's a a really neat podcast. I found a lot to like in it. I found a lot of meat on the carcass of this podcast, and I think you're going to think so too. Yeah,
1: man. I uh, overall enjoyed it.
0: I'm going to try to find as many uh, possible Halloween puns uh, to make in this podcast as possible. This is our Halloween episode. I hope you're enjoying the spookiest of holidays, the candiest of holidays.
1: My favoriteest of holidays.
0: (laughs) Is it really? Halloween's your favorite? Yeah, man. That would explain the costume you're wearing. Okay, then. Uh, You're on bottom pod.
1: My costume is the 33-year-old self that my (laughs) 17-year-old self would have hated.
0: This is – I'm really ashamed of me right now. Um Here on Pod on Pod, we break down a new podcast for you every week trying to help you find your new favorite show. And the way that we do that is we discuss four different criteria. We talk about audio quality and host likability. We talk about production values and the content itself. But first, let's give you a little overview of the show that we're going to be talking about this week. This was a listener-submitted show.
1: Yeah, we're starting early.
0: That's right. Well, it was really a, a podcaster-submitted show. Dan Gorman sent this one in, amongst some others, from the Modern Superior Podcast podcast network and blog you can find them at modernsuperior.com and they're based out of toronto ontario that's in canada don't you know north of the border yeah <laughs> no no they don't have accents i was completely blown away i was like where is where where's is the good canadian accent
1: well, they you know they're losing the a
0: thing. oh are they yeah that's a shame eh? All right, anyway, I'm glad to, to have met these folks, and uh, I'm glad to have met this show, too. Uh, here's the logline. Two hosts and academics, Andrea Subasati close? It's very close. It's also we apparently we're on a run of difficult last names here on uh, pod on pod and uh Alex West. Uh, they guide you through brain-plumping discussions of genre films from a decidedly analytical angle. From gender in horror to witches in film, The Faculty of Horror is your best source for classic and contemporary horror film discussions that will haunt the libraries of your mind forever. That's a good description of your podcast.
1: It is, and I really along with that. Like I like the titles of the show
0: Oh, they're wonderful. Yeah. That's that's what I was going to get to. Every week on Pod on Pod, we listen to at least three different episodes of the show. We feel like if you don't give a show at least three tries, you're not really giving it a fair shake. This week, I listened to Chianti, You Hear the Lambs, which is all about Silence of the Lambs and the Hannibal Lecter movies. All right. I listened to Blood in the Water, which is about Jaws and Piranhas. And then I also listened to I Slay, Therefore I Am, which is about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and that entire TV series.
1: Right on. I listened to their very first one, which was Halloween versus Black Christmas. Mm. I listened to the Jennifer's Body episode and. Oh, I listened to the Evil Dead uh, show.
0: Yeah, you assumed I was going to listen to that one, too. Yeah, yeah, I thought thought that was
1: going to be one we matched.
0: I am an Evil Dead fan. I am a Bruce Campbell fan. But no, sir, there's no crossover this episode. So let's get right into it. The content itself, these ladies, and first of all, they are two ladies, and they are also explicit occasionally in their conversation. It is a very high-minded conversation. And if you don't like academia, this show is not going to be for you. But if you've ever enjoyed a college class and you like the genre of horror, I think you're going to feel right at home here. Especially because every now and again they're going to break, drop an f bomb, and break up the mood a little bit.
1: Uh, these are my kind of feminist.
0: I agree very strongly. Yeah. The, the two of them every week try to tackle a theme, which sometimes means a couple of movies. Sometimes it means dozens of movies that they'll discuss. And even in a show where they focus really on one movie, like, for instance, the Chianti, you hear the lambs. They're really talking about just Silence of the Lambs, the Jonathan Demme film with uh, Anthony Hopkins and what's her name? Jodie Foster. Yeah, Jodie Foster. I couldn't. I wanted to say Melanie Griffith for some reason. I was like, I know that's not right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Let's just for a second recast in our heads "Silence of the Lambs" with Melanie Griffith in the role. Not good. No, that would have been a whole different. I love Melanie Griffith. Don't get me wrong. That would have been a very different movie. In that episode, they it's really all about just the Silence of the Lambs, but they discuss and they bring up a few topics from Hannibal, the TV series. They talk about Red Dragon. They talk about Manhunter, the the original film that was made uh, with Brian Cox in the role instead of Anthony Hopkins, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They bring in all these outside sources. The same thing happened in Jaws. They talk a little bit about Spielberg's broader catalog. So it's not just about the topic that they're directly discussing.
1: One of the things that struck me about this show was number one, The show only comes out once a month.
0: It would. It's sort of like when we reviewed Ono, Ross, and Carey. This show obviously takes research.
1: It it takes. uh, That's what I thought. Is man, this show takes a ton of work. The way that um, you know they'll make a point and then they they put in the clip. To kind of s-
0: from like you, the movie,
1: exactly. So you see where they're coming from and where they're going with it. That's going to take some time, man.
0: Not just in the planning stages, but then the actual editing and implementation and putting it all together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this is definitely a show that takes work. And, and that is why it is a monthly podcast as opposed to a weekly. They've already got a nice backlog, though. And so uh, if you're just now discovering, you're going to have a lot to dig into. I know that they're not the first to ever do this sort of thing a high minded discussion of what's often thought of as a lowbrow genre. But they do it really, really, really well. I've never heard this much. I've never given it much consideration. And as a coward who really likes scary movies, this is exactly the way that I want to talk about (laughs) them and think about them. Like, let's all go to a classroom and discuss the scary movies. It
1: takes the scary out of it when you start thinking about it the way that they do.
0: Yeah, well, but it also, it gives me, like, for instance, in the episodes, well, in the Silence of the Lamb episode, I love that. Movie, and I love the broader themes that are at play there. The idea of like the animalism of man and the civilized nature of man warring constantly in the person of Hannibal Lecter and the person of these serial killers. And yet, I like the movie's scary. I don't want to go back and watch the movie, and also it's slow and who has three hours. But I can spend an hour listening to two really, really smart people discuss it, and I get all the reminders of the joy of watching that film. From the first place, without the horror,
1: (laughs) and the Jennifer's Body episode, what I really liked was my wife likes that movie way more than I do. Like, it's not my favorite, right? Right. And they talked about how it's very, it's a very, it's a, it's a feminist movie, man.
0: I'm assuming that was, was that the episode where they talked about body issues?
1: No, 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 no.
0: That was there was one where they talked about like that was the Black, Black
1: Swan. And I can't remember the other one, but yeah.
0: Yeah, anyway, so they're tackling high-minded issues, again, through what is often considered a lowbrow genre, and I like that. I like authors that do it in their books. I like films that do it in that genre that that play with big themes, and I like the fact that these ladies are discussing the big themes through the genre that they love so much. We talked already about the fact that they intercut – Clips of yep. the movies. So yes. let's move on to production values now. I thought they did a really good job of that. They they they're well recorded, they're well mixed, they're well edited into the conversation.
1: Yeah, this would normally bother me to the point to where I, it would be unlistenable. Right, but it works, man. It it really works in this show.
0: If you think of if you go back in your mind, we we talk about being the Siskel and Ebert of podcasting. If you go back to to watching Siskel and Ebert when we were kids. Their this conversation on this podcast reminds me a lot of how they would discuss films, and they would do just that. They would be discussing a point about the movie, and then all of a sudden you'd see just like a five-second, ten-second clip of the movie that sort of made that point. And, and I think it fits very much in the podcast. I I do wonder if they're n- ever going to get in trouble with you know I don't know fair use or something like that. But I I liked it I enjoyed it I thought it was well done. Let's move from production quality values to audio quality itself. It's not professional recording setups. I don- I think probably they're not co-located all the time. Yeah. I, sometimes they are, but sometimes they aren't. Maybe. Um. Who
1: who's which one is the Alex is the lead host?
0: It's hard to tell, but I'm going to say that I- Alex is the one probably kind of running things
1: yeah then she sometimes comes on real hot
0: uh, yeah a little bit and just in general i think you can tell there's a little bit of a different quality between the two microphones and are they usb mics or real mics and what's the kind of room that they're yeah. recording in et cetera, et etc but none of that should be taken to mean that it's unlistenable i had no problems it's all intelligible you can make out the conversation you can make the words they're saying and it's consistent largely from you know episode to episode and throughout the episode i agree yeah, so the audio quality is not a big plus, but it's not a, a takeaway either. That moves us on to our final category, host likability. Andrea and Alex, I thought they were both... They're likable, they're well-spoken, they're very knowledgeable, both about this subject matter in particular, horror films. It's obvious that they're both uh, big lovers of the genre. They
1: did their uh, a lot of their grad school work on
0: it. It makes sense, man, yeah. like, and it comes off in the, because, in uh, the show.
1: Who... One of them is a sociologist, like that's that's what she went to school for. Yeah,
0: well, I think they're both in in academics in in yeah. one form or another.
1: Um, and so she, I, I don't know why. I get a real like Janine Garofalo vibe.
0: Uh, that's funny to me for some reason, but I can I can sort of see. And that's
1: it. not that again. It's not a not, knock
0: in any way. It's
1: not a knock. It's not a compliment. It's simply an
0: observation. That's just the way you feel. Uh, after we break the show down with our four categories: host likability, production values, audio quality, and the content itself, then we like to give the show alternate titles. Did you have a favorite? Park? We're going to get to our favorite moment I, in a moment. I got a few. Let's do alternate titles first. I I would like to call this the Scream Queens. Mm, no, no, I don't like that at all. Okay. What about the horde of the class instead of the head of the class? No.
1: That's a that's a bit of a reach.
0: <laughs> Damn it! That was my best shot. I, t- I tried really hard at a at a uh, at a way to put both smart and scary together. That was the best one that I had. The horde of the class. You failed on both fronts. <laughs> a swing and a miss. You no no better alternatives? No. no there not. you go. Uh oh, it's not so easy now, is it, Paco? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move to favorite moments in the show. I had uh, one favorite moment at least from every single episode. The Hannibal Lecter episode. They both agreed that the doctor in the uh, insane asylum is as much a monster as Hannibal. You know when when Clarice first comes in and meets him, he he makes he hits on her like really overtly, really creepily, and then when she Uh, You know, tells him to buzz off pretty much. He all of a sudden is super cool to him. And the whole time he's obviously toying with Hannibal Lecter and not just Hannibal, but the rest of the inmates. Like it's almost like he collects these psychopaths. I don't know. That guy to me is even creepier than the person who's like grooming women to cut their skin off. Uh, okay <laughs> yeah and they sort of agreed with me there so that i appreciated that my other favorite moment pretty much everything in the buffy episode made me giddy i loved that show so much and the, them walking me back through my emotions and enjoying the show and how wonderful a show that is that was a really great episode but especially early on they're talking about the things they like and don't like and one of them and i can't remember which one i believe it was um andrea but it, forgive me if i'm wrong one of them says about the actor that plays Angel, she calls him David Boring Ass. <laughs> no, David Boring Anus. That's his name. David Boring Anus. And I was like, oh, that's that's perfect. His name is David Boreans, I think, is how you pronounce it. But they were just talking about like how wooden he is, especially in comparison to uh, James Marsters' he's the, Spike. He's the, and- he's the- Keanu Reeves of television. There's so many better actors in that whole series. And they made a whole separate show just about him. It's so sad. Anyway, I, I really loved all of that stuff. Those were my favorite moments. A
1: couple of my favorite moments. One, I think I think these two are pretty fantastic and we should do. They were talking about uh, Dr. Loomis from from Halloween and the idea that Dr. Loomis just goes around and gives everybody an evil rating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then the other one is to turn halloween into a drinking game and every time the word evil is said you drink.
0: Oh, you'd get drunk early in that movie.
1: Yeah, I think I thought that was fantastic. Um also uh in and one man, I wish I could remember what episode it was. They take a pot shot at Apple, which I appreciated.
0: Ah, boo. Boo on you and them and everyone. No, they were just talking
1: about how they how it was hard to change the feed in oh, uh, yes. iTunes. Oh, yes. The show's really easy to consume, so that's a plus. Really, man, my only kind of knock against the show, and they pretty much take care of it by making it a a month between each episode, if you listen to a lot back-to-back-to-back, it can get pretty repetitive.
0: Uh, Yeah, I guess I could understand that. It would be like even the class you love if you turn it from like an hour and 10 minute uh, you know lecture to like a 2 hour lecture that that class that was an hour and 50 minutes that you had in college that was a terrible class by the end of the semester
1: well if they happen to talk about a slasher movie in one episode and then another episode's a slasher movie or a possession movie or or whatever i mean uh, it, it it feels like sometimes I'll, they they say some of the same things
0: just because several
1: different episodes because they share a lot of the same like
0: Yes, those same ideas, those right. same themes, whatever come up over and over and over again. Yeah,
1: so that would be my knock.
0: Which wouldn't be a problem for an average listener, is a problem for us since we were mainlining it like right. junkies. Right. We're podcast junkies, what's <laughs> going say? <laughs> gotta give me some of that horse dude that would be a great t-shirt <laughs> need, to, need to chase the lightning balls i think there's actually a show called podcast junkies really yeah i think so oh man that's a good shit that's a good idea it is a great idea uh before we wrap things up here on pod on pod we got to give you an overall rating what did we think of the faculty of horror from modern superior podcast network and blog out of toronto ontario uh, the scary lady canucks
1: i feel very happy that the first introduction i had to uh the modern superior network was this show i agree because we listened to um beyond the bat and that was kind of our first introduction to uh to a podcast from what southgate
0: yes the southgate media network i can't
1: remember what South, but it's something gate uh and it made me not want to listen to really anything else on that network yeah,
0: this this has made me very interested about the yes. rest of their catalog yeah i'll agree with that too uh so th- i'm going to give it two earbuds as a matter of fact I, I sort of love the show and I'm staying subscribed I'm not you, as you said you can't listen to three of them in a row very often but you know week to week a couple of you know weeks apart a month apart Which actually on big, average exactly that's going to be very very palatable and yeah this is this is right up my alley and it's very different than anything else I listen to all the time
1: yeah, just because this isn't a show that I feel like I can binge on right because I, I like to I will just consume some shows, and this one's not very conducive to that. I'm going to give it a one and a half.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's our overall rating here on Pod on Pod. We gave it three and a half earbuds. You can feed back to us at podonpod.com. Tell us what you thought of the Faculty of Horror, or maybe if you've got a different horror podcast that you'd like us to check out sometime in the future, podonpod.com for all of that info and more. You can also find links to us on SoundCloud and YouTube and uh, Facebook and Twitter and iTunes and Stitcher Radio and all the other places. Oh, my. Uh, ModernSuperior.com is where you can find more about the ladies behind the Faculty of Horror and all the other wonderful podcasts that they have there. Thanks so much to Dan Gorman for sending this show and the rest of the show's in. I think we're going to try to get to some more in the future. Not next week, though, Josh. You know what we're doing next week? What are we doing
1: next week? We are
0: beginning the wonderful month that is Listener Appreciation Month here on Pot on Pot. That's
1: my new favorite month.
0: It's my new favorite month, too. It's a a great new holiday that you can celebrate with us this month. Uh, We're going to have... Two podcasts every week, starting next week. And what are those two podcasts? We'll go ahead and give you a preview. We're going to be talking about, first and foremost, the untitled Adam Savage Project.
1: Which was the most uh, sent-in show.
0: Yeah, it really was. Uh, So that'll be available next Monday. And then after that, on our regular schedule of Wednesday, you'll get the Bionic Broadcast. Those are our first two shows in the month of November. It's Listener Appreciation Month. You're on Pod on Pod. We appreciate you, listeners. Until next week, I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And podcast hours are closed. There we go. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy, I'm the other, and this is the network. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says, high Fly, into all our mortgage customers, like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator.